We're going to talk about two things I loved from this last preseason game, including a ton of posting up from Jason Tatum and the curveball of full court pressure. What? It's all right now on the Lockdown Celtics podcast. Be ever ready. Recognize the city of champs. Boston, baby, we do what you can't. Locked on number 18, Tatum and Brown, J team. Step back, we gon' wet that and slay teams. Of course, the Celtics, who else could it be? Screaming like KG with the Larry OB. Corral is above average, assessing the team status. Best daily pod, no cap, salary matching. Clutch like Bird to DJ, keep John on replay. Primetime, dapping up the truth on the sideline. Brandon Jays, how it started, raising banners, how we finish. Locked on Celtics, pod, home of the winners. B. Hey there, welcome back to the Lockdown Celtics Podcast. It's right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Your team every day. I got you every day, Monday through Friday. It's a free, fresh podcast. You're never going to have to pay for the Lockdown Celtics Podcast. I'm here for you five days a week. Bonus podcasts on the weekend when they play. So Friday night game, Saturday night game, you will be getting a, po- a post-game podcast. So subscribe. We're free, fresh, every day. Uh, we're everywhere. Podcast exists. What else am I supposed to say? Subscribe, won't you? Get to the get to the show on YouTube. Get into the comment section. Let me know what you think. I'm John Corrales. I used to play pro ball a long time ago, uh, almost the peach basket days, but now I'm covering the team for Boston Sports Journal. Today, lots of fun stuff looking back, re-watching the game, things that I didn't get to the first time around in my post-game podcast that I really wanted to focus on. Uh, pushing the pace. Talk about that later on. Kristaps Porzingis talking about improvement. After his first game, he had some specific comments about his drop coverage uh, in the defense, which in this past game, much improved. So I'll talk about that in just a minute. The full court defense we'll talk about in the second segment and that wrinkle. But let's just start with the posting up, especially the uh, Jason Tatum post-ups. That was fun. Uh, The Celtics... I think the the full court and the the post ups are basically new kind of elements for them this season. Uh, not that they didn't post up last season, but they hardly posted up last season. Jason Tatum was very good in the post, but he posted up like not even once per game on average. So uh, it's it's something that he went to a lot in this last game and. Did it in a couple of different ways. They tried to catch it, get get it to him on the catch. He dribbled into it a few times. Uh, I I love. Now I I have a soft spot in my heart for post ups. I think posting up is a lost art, and we went through a time where look, you can look at post ups and say, well, they're inefficient shots, and I think the people in the league kind of overthought the post up. They said, why would you willingly get into a play where the, the you have the absolute like least amount of space between you and, de- and your defender? Why would you want to get as close to your defender as possible? And I'll, I'll just say that if you if you study martial arts and, and Joe Mazzula does, it's interesting. I'm going to ask him about this. If you study martial arts, you they actually want you to get as close to your opponent as possible. Because you take away a lot of what they can do uh, by by posting up, you can actually feel where the defender is, and you can kind of control a lot of that. Uh, it's not just, hey, that guy's too close to you. We're not going to do that. 
If you don't know how to post up, yeah, it's going to be inefficient. Just like if you don't know how to shoot, it's going to be inefficient. But getting Jason Tatum into the post, and man, I just want Tatum. Somebody call Kevin McHale. I've said this before on the podcast. I'm saying it again. Someone call Kevin McHale. Uh, Joe Mazzula put out the, the call for, hey, all former players, you're all welcome. Come on by. Come through the practice facility. Somebody put up the bat signal to, to Kevin McHale. We need footwork help at the Auerbach Center. Tatum, sure, you get a mismatch, you back him down. Today's NBA is all about backing down, put your shoulder down, get the advantage, and spin off of that and, and try to try to score, which is fine. That's fine. I'm not trying to remake 80s basketball. Uh, at the same time, it was successful for a reason, and I would love to see Tatum get into – some post moves, just a couple of little tiny, tiny, tiny things. I'm not again. I I joke about Kevin McHale, but I, it's footwork only. I'm not looking for Tatum to start going up and under, and you know, using Jack Sigmas and all this other. But 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 you know, I just watched the WNBA Finals. Congratulations to the Las Vegas Aces, by the way. And Asia Wilson drives left, reverse pivots, clears a couple of feet of space, and hits a jumper in somebody's face. What a great little element to add to Jason Tatum's game. I saw him, you know, he's been working with Sam Cassell, working on a ton of posting up, and they're working on spin moves and fadeaways, but little reverse pivot. And you don't know what a reverse pivot is. You know, normally you pivot and you're kind of like spinning around on one foot to go one way or the other. What you do is on the reverse pivot, you kind of like use your foot to open up. So you're not pivoting away from somebody. You're pivoting out and you're, you end up facing the player one-on-one. -on -one. So you got your back to the guy. You reverse pivot. You kind of pivot your right foot, let's say, around. And now you're facing the guy one like face-to-face. -face. In that scenario... The guy is either going to be like, oh, damn, <laughs> and hesitate, which case, jumper. He's not going to block the shot. If he comes out on you, boom, you drive. The reverse pivot is – I cannot believe how basketball nerdy I'm getting right now. But I love post-play so much, and that one little thing could help Jason Tatum. The reverse pivot, simple little tiny thing, one little thing. And now just be Jason Tatum off of that. But I love the fact that they're going to him on it because we talked about how efficient Kristaps Porzingis was in the post last season. Jason Tatum's post numbers were about the same as Porzingis was. It's just that he posted up, I think it was less than half as much, you know, a fraction of the attempts. Tatum is, don't give me 6'8" in the in the uh in in the the in in the program there in the on the roster he's not 68 he ain't no 68 he's 610 at the very least you know he's looking al horford like square in the eye they were standing next to each other and he and al horford are just like looking at each other eye to eye um tatum is is legit big he's big and adding a little post up you know, just that little and and what he's been working with with Cassell is just a simple, you know, little bump, 
you get that little bump in the shoulder. You just create a little separation, and then you step back, and that's an unguardable shot. That's a Paul Pierce shot. They're working on the Paul Pierce shot from the Paul Pierce spot at the practice facility, which if you're watching on YouTube, I'm right on my thumb. Like right there is the spot right there. Uh, they've been working on that a lot. And so uh, I think seeing Tatum in it has been awesome. Uh, also, look, the opening play of the game was for uh, Drew Holiday in the post and Sam Cassell working with Drew Holiday in the post. Cassell has been like their post-up guy. A guard has been their post-up guy. Uh, I volunteer, by the way, if you need somebody, you know, to just give five minutes of a little bit of post-up coaching, I'll do it. I'll do it. First five minutes is free. But they they started to go to Holiday uh, at the beginning. Uh, that was the the Porzingis three. It was a bad pass into Holiday, but they ran a play specifically to get Holiday in there. Uh, they can get it to Porzingis. Porzingis hasn't been posting up as much as Tatum. Al Horford in the post. Uh, Al Horford, I think, had the reverse pivot and got himself a jumper. So get Al Horford. Just have Al Horford preach the the wonders of the reverse pivot. Bottom line here is. I love seeing the post-ups. They can be efficient. Those can be efficient plays. Just going to work on them. I think it's an amazing element, and I think Tatum did well. He he got a couple of tough buckets, got a couple of fouls, and had a couple of opportunities to pass. He missed the pass. He's still working on that. Tatum in the post can be an amazing element to the Celtics' offense. Work on that. Perfect that. That will be huge for the Celtics offense. All right, we're going to talk about that. Uh, we're done talking about that. Now we'll talk about something that could be huge for the Celtics defense. It's that full court, uh, that full court pressure. That's a new element. We'll talk about that next. Today's show is brought to you by the Jace case. There's a lot going on in the world today, a lot of uncertainty, and there are drug shortages out there. If something happens, if some kind of natural disaster happens, and you know what's going to happen. The first thing that people do is they start hoarding the stuff that's in short supply. So don't get caught unprepared. Get yourself the Jace case. Jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use. All it takes to get a Jace case, you fill out a simple online form. In some cases, you jump onto a quick call with one of their board-certified physicians. And Jace handles everything. Online evaluation, licensed pharmacy medication delivery, and ongoing care from their physicians on any treatment-related questions. And Jace Medical now offers customizability for your Jace case. With dozens of add-on medications, choose the medications that best fit you and your family's unique needs. Everyone should feel empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones. Jace case is doctor-created, doctor-recommended. You can go to jacemedical.com and enter the code LOCKEDON at checkout for a $20 discount on your order. That's promo code locked on at Jace, J A S E medical.com. Thank you for making locked on Celtics your first listen every day. Uh, head on over to the locked on NBA feed. Locked on NBA has got you covered uh, with everything around the league. I'm normally on Wednesdays with Jake Madison of Locked On Pelicans. Shouts to Tony East recovering for me last night. Uh, but it's good show, fun topics, and uh, covering the league as a whole. It's, uh, it's a good time there. All right. Let's get to the full court defense, which was a new wrinkle. Uh, Joe Mazzulla is talking about 
curveballs, curveballs that you can throw at other teams. And I'm still waiting on a zone. Joe, I'm <laughs> I'm waiting to see the zone executed. Uh, we might have seen a couple minutes of it uh, from the bench. Maybe that's something he's withholding. They used it in summer league. He said that was part of their uh, plan to, you know, let's see if we can do it. Let's see if we can use it. Haven't seen it much this preseason. Uh, haven't really seen it at all. So while I wait for a zone defense that I think will be extraordinarily effective for the Celtics, we're going to see them play some full court. Uh, maybe that full court defense that they went to is uh, was was very effective. And within that full court pressure is the ability for Porzingis. And I'll talk about Kristaps Porzingis improvement in a minute in the half court defense, but Porzingis can come up and trap. Joe Mazzulla talks about Porzingis being uh, underrated in his ability to get out onto the perimeter and then get back. And I don't think people think of him as you know, a big switchable guy. He's certainly not switching onto point guards. Uh, he's not, he's not switching one through five all the time, but he did say that Joe has given him the green light to go and trap when he sees the opportunity to kind of potentially cause uh, a disruption in the other team's offense. So you start with the full court defense. What does a full court defense do besides slow a team down and make them use the full eight seconds to get the ball over the over um, half court? And by the time they get over half court and get settled, they're frazzled a little bit. Now we're 10 seconds into the shot clock, 11, maybe 12, and there's 10, 11, 12 seconds left uh, for them to actually run good offense. You're taking away options for the other team offensively by forcing them to use half the shot clock, bringing the ball over. And we've talked about how infuriating it is to see Boston start their offense with 12 with 12 seconds on the shot clock because if the defense blows up the first option now you're you're stuck you've got to jack a a, a contested shot or an off-balance shot and you're it, it doesn't end well for the offense well here's Boston trying to create that situation where you use a, a lot of the clock to get over half court by the time everybody gets into their spots offensively, uh, there's there's a little time left. And if Porzingis is out there trapping, that's just causing more disruption. The Celtics ran a few traps, and and uh, it's it was just really really effective. If if the Celtics are running those things from time to time, that when you talk about curveball, that's a great way to change the entire dynamic of the game. You don't do it all the time because teams can start to figure it out, right? But a team has gone on uh, a 6-0 run, right? You hit a few shots in a row, and you turn the ball over again. They come down, and they're, you know, it's you, you have an opportunity to, to get into uh, a full-court uh, defense, whatever it is, you, you've hit a shot. It's an eight, two run, whatever it is. 
You know what I'm trying to say. You can disrupt an offense that's kind of humming a little bit by picking up full court. And I think the Celtics have the personnel. You probably don't want to have Jason and Jalen doing it a ton, but obviously they can do it. Uh, you have the opportunity with Drew Holiday, with Peyton Pritchard, two guys that can really hound ball handlers. Pritchard, for all of the knocks I keep mentioning uh, on the potential for him to be exploited defensively, he's he's one guy that you can absolutely unleash on other teams full court, and it's a pest. And I'm not looking for him to make a steal. You don't have to steal the ball. You don't have to cause turnovers. The, the purpose of a full court defense is not to cause turnovers. It's to just disrupt the other team's flow. It's to turn the guy around. You hear Scal talking about this all the time, right? Guys dribbling down the floor, you, you hound them, you turn them. And by turning them, you, it literally means getting the guy to turn around. Guy's dribbling down with his right hand. You're hounding him. He's got to turn his back to the direction he's trying to go, move over to his left hand so he can continue the dribble. You turn him two, three times, and now he's not seeing the floor. Every time he turns, that's part of the floor that goes away. So he's not seeing things set up. Right? Those little things matter. Point guard coming down the floor is surveying the floor. Here's the defense. It's like a quarterback standing there, kind of going, okay, there's the linebacker. There, there, there's the mic. There's this guy. There, are they blitzing? Oh, I see this guy showing pressure. Blah, blah, blah. Point guard coming down the floor. All right, they're lining up. Well, this might be a zone. Or oh, I see uh, I see this cross match. I'm going to, let's try to work that. Or this guy's got, you know, he looks a little tight. Whatever, the point guard can pick a lot of these things out. But if you're turning them, he comes down, a couple dribbles. Damn, all he sees is Peyton Pritchard in his face. Turn around. Now you're not seeing the floor. There's Peyton Pritchard in his face. Damn, get off my back, kid. Turn around. Boom, boom, boom. For 10 seconds, by the time he gets over half court, he hasn't seen the floor. You're disrupting the entire flow of their offense. So this offense that's been humming, eight points, 10 points, whatever it is in a row, the run that they've been on, you can slow them down. You can you can throw a little timing, they throw their timing off just by doing that. Or let's flip it a little bit. You're the team on the run. The Celtics are the team on the run. You pop 8-0 run, 10-0 run, 10-2 run. Now, now in the middle of that run, you've put, let's say, let's just say it's an 8-0 run. You've put a few baskets together, two threes and a layup. And now you pick up full court and you force you force them to be further thrown off. Maybe you force the other team to burn a timeout. Maybe you force the other team to make a turnover in that pressure because they're so discombobulated trying to make a play. There are different circumstances where you unleash this full court pressure. There are times where it's like it's a change of pace, but it's a change of pace on both sides. You can use it as like the just to really blitz the other team and say, we've hit a couple of buckets. Now we're going to ramp up the defense 
And we're going to see if you can handle this pressure and maybe you've gone on a run on your own and you can kind of extend a lead. You turn a four point game into a 12 point game real, real fast. So I think there's a lot there that can be done with this full court pressure. Joe Mazzulla has been talking about curveballs. I think that is a curveball that can really work. What about the half court? What about the half court? Christoph Porzingis talked about his drop coverage and we saw some improvements there. And I think the pace in general is something that I need to talk about. I'm going to talk about that next. Today's show is brought to you by FanDuel. You can snap into the action for the NFL or tip into the action for the NBA. Uh, at FanDuel, FanDuel's America's number one sportsbook. It's our favorite sportsbook here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Are you new to FanDuel? Great timing because you get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. All you got to do is place a $5 bet. $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. You don't have to win that bet. It'd be nice if you did, but you get those bonus bets anyway. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, now is the time. The app, super easy to use. Scroll through all sorts of uh, betting options. Yeah, you got the spreads, the player props, but how about betting Jason Tatum for MVP at plus 750? Not bad. How about the Celtics over-under at 54 and a half? 54 and a half? Woo, I feel good about this team. Maybe I'll lay a couple of bucks. Five bucks on the over. I'm not a new, <laughs> not a new customer, but hey, those $200 in bonus bets, Sound really good. Go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to kick off the NFL season, tip off the NBA season. FanDuel's an official partner of the NFL. Just ask you, if you're going to bet, go for it. It's up to you. Just please gamble responsibly. Thank you for making Lockdown Celtics your first listen every day. Check out the Lockdown Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Uh, Josh Lloyd, if you're, if you're playing fantasy, he's got you covered. I just hopped on to a recent podcast, a couple of them actually, to, to – preview the Celtics season. So make sure you are checking out the Lockdown Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Find it wherever you found this podcast. Couple of final notes here. I really want to emphasize Kristaps Porzingis figuring out his own defensive deficiencies. And the, after the first preseason game, he talked about, yeah, I was, you know, up too high. Uh I, I didn't uh, give my teammates basically he didn't I didn't give my teammates enough credit he said uh, they they're able to hang with the ball handler I need to get back uh, I let a couple of guys get behind me well fast forward to a week later back at the garden and he did a very very good job of staying coming up and kind of Moving back at the right pace, he got two deflections just because he figured out where he was going to be on that drop coverage. Uh, one of them was breaking up an alley-oop. So I think if we're looking for things that Kristaps Porzingis is doing, I talk so much about the offense. Everybody talks about the offense. But it's notable that in that week or so, between the first preseason game and the fourth preseason game, he identified a problem. He knew it right away. The coaches identified that problem right away. And by the next home game, he had fixed the problem. So very encouraging, very encouraging that Porzingis 
has taken that little step because he's not known for his defense, right? And that the defense that he can be known for is blocking shots. And he he did that too against the Knicks and and had a couple of nice ones. But the the little nuance, the little nuance of, oh, I was here, now I need to be here. And by being there, he goes from giving up a couple of baskets or a foul to two deflections and starting a fast break for his team. So that little attention to detail, the willingness to say, oh, yes, that was a mistake, and to fix it. Because guys like Porzingis, who mostly are known for offense, that's something that, hey, some 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 guys in the league, I'll just say this, some guys in the league will be like, yeah, 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 um, I was up too high, gotcha, gotcha, coach. And then the next game, he's up too high again. But Porzingis, I, he, he, would, he would know, what are you going to do, bench me? No, you're not going to bench me. They just traded for him. You just traded Marcus Smart for me. You're going to bench me over this? Nope. So live with it. Deal with it. But no, actually, no. He's actually saying, oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, I was too high. I will fix that. And little things like that matter. Little things like that matter. So uh, just shout out to Porzingis. Identify a problem. Fix the problem uh, within a reasonable amount of time. Good to see. Good to see. Good to see the Celtics pushing the pace. Pushing the pace was huge, and everybody was doing it. I talked about Al Horford doing it, but Holiday was doing it. Porzingis was doing it. Tatum was doing it. Jalen was doing it. The pitch aheads, they're all real. Just, just attention to the game plan. And I'll be honest with you, on the rewatch, I felt a little bit better about what I saw, even with the lull. Uh, even with the rebounding, again, the rebounding I identified as a problem, a thing I didn't like from the game, and it still wasn't great, but I don't think it was as bad as I thought. It still needs to be fixed. No doubt about it. Uh, a couple of them were bad luck. A couple of them were just, you know, obvious mistakes, but I was, I, I come out of that, that rewatch of the game a lot more encouraged about things because you look at the finer points, the finer details that maybe you didn't catch the first time around and you say, okay, yeah, this is, this isn't bad. And for a team, as I said in yesterday's podcast in the things I didn't like, there's still this lack of clarity. I still don't know a lot about this team. I still don't know how these guys all truly fit together, what the best combinations are going to be of when they start substituting bench players, which guys play best with, with these other guys. The, the bottom line for the Celtics is October, late October, November regular season is in effect also an extended preseason. And you can probably say that about a lot of teams, but it's true for the Celtics. They need to see how certain things are working. And so we're, as we still figure that out, it's still good to see the game plan, the things that are stated goals by Missoula being worked on. I thought the three points, the three pointers that they put up, they put up 52 of them. And I saw some complaints about that, but I think almost all of them were good shots. Even in the second half, the some, some of them that they missed, 
I'm I'm a late adopter to the early offense three pointers. I know that I have railed. I'm trying to learn and be better about NBA offense in 2023. Some of those quick shots, the early offense shots with 18, 17, 16 seconds on the clock, I understand the value of them. I'm trying to be better about accepting those. So I think most of the shots that they took were actually good. So they did that well. They defended well. They threw the curveball out there. Individuals improved. I thought that there was a lot more progress in that game than uh, I originally noted. I initially felt so. That's good. Now the Celtics go to Charlotte and they play the Hornets on Thursday night. Again, Joe Mazzulla had said everybody's everybody's in. So we'll see if everybody's truly in uh, or not. Uh, but if they are, we'll get one more look at potentially what uh, maybe some combinations or so. I don't expect them to play the full 30 minutes, but whatever. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. So I will be here after the game. The uh, that podcast will be the post game podcast and that gets us to Friday. So nothing this weekend Celtics are off. Uh, they will practice. I will be back on, uh, after this week, I'll be back for a Monday podcast, uh, talking about some of the stuff that happened in practice. So make sure you're subscribed. I'm there. I'm at the games. I'm at the practices. I'm in this practice facility. If you're watching on YouTube, this green screen thing. I took that photo. I was there. I'm in all the practices. I see things. I talk to people. I'm giving you information that only someone from inside the organization, inside the, the facility around the organization can give you. It's the only place you're going to get that five days a week and for free. So make sure you're subscribed wherever you get your podcast. You can watch the show on YouTube, hop into the comment section. And I would love it if you are an everydayer if you're with me every Monday through Friday, if you're with me in those bonus podcasts, shout out to the everydayers at the at the games who come by and say hi. Shout out to the bartenders at Scores who said hi, who are regular everyday listeners. Love you all. Share the podcast. Spread the word. Tell your friends that they should be listening to and watching the Lockdown Celtics podcast right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. It's your team every day.